Hey, what's going on? My name is Daniel Calderon and welcome back to Corner Talks. Happiness, this is something that I always discuss with you. It is something that we must always strive for in our lives. And that being said, just recently I read a book called The Happiness Advantage. Happiness Advantage is a book written by Sean Aker and it discusses, as the book says here, how a positive brain fuels success in work and in life. Every human being on earth is searching for happiness. Every human being wants to be happy. You're never gonna find someone that wants to be miserable. And if they convince themselves that, well, it's because they're in a really dark place. But a lot of us don't even know what happiness is. A lot of us can't even define it, including myself. Uh, there have been many of times that I can't even pinpoint what it means to be happy or how can I attribute happiness to things in my life. And this book is the reason why I wanted to you know, rewire my brain into thinking positive, into thinking more, being more enlightened, um, be more energetic, be more produ productive. And as the book explains, as I'll explain to you in this video, it all starts with that emotion we call happiness. And however which way you find it, however which way you tell yourself you're happy, it is the key for everything else to follow. Now this book has seven principles, but I'll be discussing the ones that I took away from this book. Now this one may seem simple. This one may seem like you can just, you know, smile and keep your head up and just walk with good posture. And while body language is very important in stimulating the mind and making sure that you're expressing those positive emotions, it's much deeper than that. Positivity, happiness is the key to a better life, is the key to success. What do I mean by that? Why does it sound cliche? Well, this book has educated me. This book has taught me that we have it all wrong. We're telling ourselves every day, tell our kids how I was raised. My own parents would tell me this, that when you work hard, then you'll be happy. People will argue, yes, that should be the case. When you work hard, good things will happen and then you will be happy. I beg to differ. Happiness begins before you work hard. Happiness begins before you pick up that pen to write that story. Happiness begins before you pick up that pencil to draw a picture. Happiness leads to productivity. It leads to creativity. It leads to a more focused mind. When we can only get caught up in the goal and what is on the other end, on the other side, how are we to expand our horizons, expand our mind to the point where we can think beyond our beliefs? This connects to me as a filmmaker. I always tell you guys this, I have big ambitions. I plan you know, to make it big with my movies. I want people to see it, everyone to be inspired by them, kind of like how I am with Tarantino. He's my hero. So basically on the same level. Yet if I'm constantly imagining me on the red carpet, the paparazzi flashing lights, the, the interviews, the autographs, all that you know, superficial stuff. If I'm, if I'm imagining all that beautiful, polished, those perks of the industry, how should I feel right now? How should I feel while I'm at my desk trying to write those scripts, trying to make those short films, trying to get into those festivals? seems like a far stretch. It seems like it's impossible to even get to what I just described. But if I keep telling myself I'm not there, if I keep telling myself I'll be happy when I get there, I'll be happy when I'm on that red carpet, I'll be happy when I'm at that premiere. How am I to have a clear mind? How am I to be productive enough, creative enough to do what I need now, what's necessary now to get to that point? You see, I was so caught up in my mind, I was so caught up in getting to the end result that I didn't wanna do the little things that I needed to get there. That, are, or that will get me there. You know, the short films, the little scripts. I wouldn't be able to get to that point. I wouldn't be able to find all these different creative avenues, these vlogs, 
these podcasts that I'm doing on my channel, none of them would come out. None of them would come to fruition if I was always focused on, no, I just see myself at the premiere, you know, making money, making movies, and that's it. Because what we fail to realize is those things aren't gonna make you happy. Those things will help you feel fulfilled, maybe satisfied, maybe it feels rewarding that you've accomplished something, you've gotten there. But what's gonna make you happy is being in the moment, what you're doing right now. And I know I talk about this all the time on my videos, guys, and I'm gonna discuss it with you guys more and more and more because the present is all we have. And this is the best moment and the best it's gonna get. You control today, you don't control tomorrow. Tomorrow will bring something new. And when you get to tomorrow, you bring the same approach and you bring the same attitude. And I'm telling you, once you can master that happiness, then you will allow yourself to work hard, then you allow yourself the rewards and so on and so on. But if you choose to work hard and abandon happiness and say happiness is for later, you'll never reach your optimal success. You'll never reach your optimal position. You'll always be focused on when I get to that point, I'll be happy. No, the correct attitude is I'm happy right now and I'm working towards becoming even better. Find ways to combat the negativity. Use your positives around you to combat these. Now I've discussed this before in my videos. Um, I'm always finding ways to figure out how to trick my brain into thinking uh, something turned out positive or something turned out in my favor. This brings me back to when I first heard about this theory and that was my first day of university. And I remember the professor explaining that in order to combat the brain, combat the mind, because we naturally think negative, it's just been proven we need to think of not one, not two, three positives to kill one negative. Just think about that. You have to have three positives to kill one negative. Now you must be thinking, especially if you're in a dark place, I can't even think of one, but you can. And let me help you. There are so many things right now that you can think of that are positive, okay? Again, you're watching this video, you have internet, you have Wi-Fi, you have access to the outer world. You can speak to anyone, you can connect with friends, family, find jobs. Uh, create podcasts, do whatever you want to do. You have internet, okay? You're breathing, you're alive. If you're watching this video, you survived, you're a survivor. You, there's a pandemic happening around us. The fact that you get to live every day, the fact that you can see your family and your friends for one more day, that's a blessing. And the fact that you have food and you have a roof over your head, those are blessings. Those are what people in some other part of the world are craving, are desiring, are praying for. I can get it in a very dark place. I have before, I have in the past, and I'm not saying I'm immune to it, but I found ways in which to counter these negative thoughts. The reason why we get into those situations, let's be honest, is because we tell ourselves stories that aren't true. We tell ourselves we're not gonna make it. We tell ourselves, hey, this isn't good enough, or this post is crap, and you know, why don't I have these amount of followers? All this nonsense, all this superficiality that we can all connect to, that we can all relate to. And we get self-absorbed. We get consumed because of our ego. We think that we need to be a certain way. A lot of us may even feel entitled. Um, I'm guilty of that as well. We might feel we deserve something and we didn't even put in the work. However, in order to counter these things, in order to really just eliminate all these negative thoughts, all these negative emotions, is through positivity. And positivity, I always say, is gratitude. Gratitude for what you have, what you're doing, what you plan to do. I was uh, posting, you know, I post videos of my sketches. 
on TikTok and they don't get the most amount of likes, but they still get some feedback. And I saw a beautiful comment the other day that said, hey, I hope you keep making sketches even though you're not getting that many likes because these are really well, well done. And just seeing a comment like that made me realize, you know, I'm making someone's day happy. I'm inspiring them. I'm, I'm basically uh, putting them on a different level, making them realize they can also create as well by seeing my drawing. They're trying to tell me that don't get caught up in the hype. Don't get caught up in, you know, you need uh, 10,000 likes to tell you that it's good. Creativity isn't measured by that. Creativity is measured by your own value. Okay, what you see as good work. And if it's good enough to put out there, then you put it out there. Creativity, I can never stress that again, is you're always moving. You're always changing, always adapting. And you can never feel constricted. You can never think that you need to be a certain way. You need to be molded to be a certain way. You are your own person. The way I present this video is different from the way someone else on YouTube presents their video. And their audiences are different than my audiences. But if I know that I'm uplifting someone, if I know that I'm inspiring someone after watching this, then that's all I need. That's all I need. And though that's how I get through the negative thoughts. That's how I get through the negative emotions by reminding myself that I just I have a big part to play just as much as anyone else. I have value and worth just as much as anyone else. And when you're kind to yourself, when you forgive yourself, when you give yourself those words, things get much better. This is an interesting term because it completely defies the laws of physics, yet you know what it's trying to say, and that is instead of looking at it where we're moving up, look at it as we're falling up. Too many of us just want to hear the good things. We just want to hear that we're moving forward, we're getting it done, and we're always progressing. What is real life? Real life tells us that that's not the case. We're going to have days, we're going to have moments where we're stagnant, where we're just feeling low, or we fall two steps behind instead of going one step forward. It is life. And again, I say this in my last video, Instagram is a highlight reel. Do not pay attention to that. Do not look for people that are just showing you what's polished because I promise you there's much more going on. Okay. They're human. Just like us. I have failed before I have failed now and I will fail again, but I find my strength in my failure. I find that my strength comes from those battle scars from knowing that I didn't get that job that my short film didn't get into a festival, but I look back like a good movie, like a good story and say, these needed to happen to make me humble, to give me humility, to make me realize what is important, how I need to improve. And falling up this concept means use it to your advantage. Use that failure to remind yourself that it happens for a reason, that there's something that you need to look at, something you need to assess. So when I was starting off as a filmmaker, I would create these little short films and just anything to get my name out there, anything to get exposure, get people to recognize me. And I would submit them to probably 20 festivals and they're not cheap. It gets pricey. And I, but in order to make money, you got to spend money as they say, and not that I was making any money there, but how I defined money was the value of, you know, again, getting that exposure, getting people interested in my content, building an audience little by little. Anyway, the first couple of films that I made rejected by everyone, every single festival you can think of. No one wanted them. No one liked them. And I felt I was done for. I felt I looked at them and I'm saying, yeah, I guess I'm not that good, maybe. But that never stopped me. That made that feeling, that emotion maybe lasted a day, a week, you know, not longer than that. And the reason why is because I love movies so much. I love filmmaking where I can't tell myself, I can't convince myself that that was the end. 
So I plugged myself up. I realized what I needed to do. I connected with other people in the industry. I connected with, you know, people that could provide professional feedback or just any feedback, really just personal feedback. And I started to realize the patterns and I started to see the areas of improvement, angles, camera quality, production value, um, editing, music. And again, little by little, step by step, chipping away, I managed to make even more short films and more and more and more. To the point where now people have reached out to me, people have looked to me to help them create content, looked to me as a director, cinematographer. And I have recently gotten to a couple festivals, which I am proud to say, um, based on my experience, thinking that I would never enter a festival. They're not the biggest festivals in the world. It's not TIFF or Cannes Film Festival, but it starts off with those steps. It starts off with getting into your local festivals or getting into those smaller ones. And that's a big achievement. And I'm not telling you this story because I want you to say, oh, wow, like, you know, look, look what he's done. It's more to inspire you to say that we all have our little hiccups. We all have our little negatives. And maybe some people don't even share them because they're too embarrassed to. But I'm here to tell you that we all fail. And lastly, to give yourself happiness, you must have a balance between work and life. Give yourself the break, give yourself the rest when you're trying to pursue your dreams or get work done to socialize yourself. Get out there, meet new people, create new friendships, or build on the ones you already have. But it is important to keep them. It is important to cultivate them, to not abandon them, not dismiss them. I'm just saying is when I reflect back on my experiences, and I'm sure you could do the same, when we incorporate people in our life, when we you know, broaden those friendships and just get out there and, and interact and be ourselves and get our personality out there, we feel good about ourselves. It brings some side of relief. Now there's a lot of people that may be introverts and say, yeah, I'm good. I like being alone. I like being to myself, but you're still human. And I'm not saying you need, you know, have 20 people you need to talk to every day. I'm just saying is whether it's your mom, whether it's your dad, your sister, whether it's a neighbor, don't completely abandon yourself. Don't completely, you know, isolate yourself from people. And I think it's just really important that we invest time in socializing. We invest time in having a balance. During this pandemic, it's very hard. I get it. We're all isolated and we feel the ramifications of being quarantined and being away from people we care about, people we love, not even being able to see our friends a lot, you know, the things we took for granted before. Yet, find ways, be creative, find ways to connect with them. Even if it's just a text, hey, what's going on? How you, how you been? What are you up to? I use my podcast as a way to not only create content, but connect with friends of mine to, you know, discuss things that are important to discuss matters. And through those conversations, through that dialogue, it stimulates the brain. It gets you, you know, pumped, gets you motivated um, to think of new possibilities, of ways of thinking, ways of creating. And I just enjoy it. So I would recommend, you know, creating a podcast. I recommend doing something that, you know, if you don't find yourself as the most sociable person, just find excuses to get out there, get in there, join a Facebook group, um, go on forums, you know, just, get out there and realize by being social, it can lead to so much more possibilities. Thank you again for joining me on another Corner Talks. I really hope my discussion on the book, The Happiness Advantage by Sean Aker has really helped you, has really made you realize 
the importance of happiness and why it must be a first priority, something we must always chase above anything else. Because when we're happy, we become the best version of ourselves. If you agree or disagree with my video, please leave your comments down below. I love to always see your thoughts. Also, if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Take care and I'll see you soon.